0: You're listening to Young Honest Mother, the podcast. Here, we'll chat about all things marriage, motherhood, and modern home economics, in all honesty. I'm your host, Maurice Young. Well, hello there, and welcome back to another solo show episode of Young Honest Mother, the podcast. I'm coming on to record this episode after a really heavy week. I am a black woman living in America and that means something. It's not something I've addressed publicly before, and to be quite honest, it's not something I'm used to talking about really at all. But in light of recent events, there's no question that there is a collective awakening, if you will, as more and more people begin to understand that we are reckoning with racism, right here and right now. It's nothing new. I am 27 years old, and throughout my 27 years on this planet, as a black American woman, I have experienced countless microaggressions and racially motivated macroaggressions, and I've stayed silent. And in that silence has come a level of complacency, a level of complicitness, and allowing those around me to continue to believe that racism does not exist when it so clearly does. I want to draw attention to the fact that throughout this episode, I am going to continue to name this experience rather than talk around it. And I think that's important for a couple of reasons. Until we actually single out what it is that we are grappling with, what it is that we are reckoning with, in this case, racism, we're not going to be able to have open and honest conversations about it because it will be hiding in plain sight. And I don't want to be okay with that anymore. This episode is not something I'm trying to put out there for the sake of being trendy or just hopping on the bandwagon because everybody seems to be talking about racism right now. No. This is my life experience. This is the life experience of my ancestors and has been since we were forcefully stolen from our lands and brought to a country in which we were forced to build the infrastructure for, only to receive and return a systematic, insidious form of oppression designed to keep black people from advancing. In 2017, I gave birth to Milo. We kept the gender of our unborn child a secret. It wasn't until I roared new life into the world that we found out we had been bestowed with the sun. But the gravity of his arrival didn't dawn on me until a few days later. I had given birth to a black boy who, Lord willing, would grow up to become a black man, who would then one day be grouped into the most targeted category of humans in this country. And I wept. How am I going to explain to my beautiful little boy that some people hate him solely because of the color of his skin? How am I going to explain that? Many people are just now being awakened to the heaviness of this intentional injustice that has been inflicted on black people. Black people have been trying to metabolize this experience for centuries. I recognize that it is heavy. I recognize that it is going to be hard. My main mission with the work I do with Young Honest Mother is to hold the torch for honest conversations to follow. And if there's anything I've learned in the past almost year of hosting this podcast and of creating space for people to share their truths, it's that it's not always easy. It often is uncomfortable. It often challenges me and the people who come on to this podcast to see things in a light that is different from how they've seen things in the past. And still, in order to affect true lasting change, I think it is imperative that we all show up into our lives in one way or another and invite these honest conversations into our communities. This moment that we happen to find ourselves in invites us to slow down and reflect, which is something I talk about often on the podcast. When people feel unheard, unseen, unvalued, it can prompt more violent ways of expressing their sentiments. And I think events like those that we're facing in America at the time of this recording, they invite us to discuss how we can do a better job of helping to bring about actions that solve things and make a difference. Namely, How can we be intentionally anti-racist and anti-white supremacy throughout the year? How can we support black people in making sure that they feel that they are truly heard, seen and valued every single day of the year? When we collectively address these types of questions by holding ourselves accountable to exploring the fullness of someone else's story, race included, we can open up more pathways to having meaningful and effective change. It can start with having these conversations with ourselves, our families, our friends, even when it feels uncomfortable. And trust me, it will. But we must insist on discussing what hides in plain sight in order to create a safe space for open dialogue, the kind of dialogue that engenders lasting change. As we are reckoning with racism, some of us for what might be the very first time, and some of us in a more amplified way than ever before, I think it's important to remember that changing usually doesn't come easy. And it's okay to feel afraid, confused, ashamed, guilty, paralyzed by what's happening during this collective awakening. But I encourage you to not let it stop there. I encourage you to seek out resources created by black people, written about the black experience so that we can have conversations with our friends, our families, ourselves about how we can be actively anti-racist in working towards a future where our children do not have to continue repeating these behaviors. I want to acknowledge that many people have inherited certain beliefs, certain patterns of thought, of behavior, of perspective. And it's going to take some time to unravel those, to sit with those, to acknowledge that they are there and to choose how you want to move forward. For those who are not black, this will be a time to listen, a time to learn, a time to unlearn in many cases. And it's going to be a ever evolving journey. But I'm hopeful that this moment is revealing what so badly needed to come to light. And I'm hopeful that this moment is planting seeds for how we can shape a more just and equal future. Personally, I'm having conversations with my white friends that I've never even thought about broaching before. And it's uncomfortable. I know I've said it a couple times throughout this episode. I think uncomfortable is kind of the theme. And the point is to do it anyways. My heart was racing. My palms were sweating. My breathing was rapid. And still, I chose to be seen as a black woman. And I chose to invite my white friend into conversation about what that really means. And... Of course, I can't tell the future. I don't know how it's going to end up, but it's a step. I think many of us right now are faced with our own steps, and we have a choice as to where, when, and how we take them. But take them we must. For me, staying silent is just no longer an option. And so now I want to hear from you. How are you reckoning with racism right now? Are you realizing you need to learn or unlearn? advocate or listen where are you in your journey and we're all in different places so I can't wait to hear your thoughts on where you're at and that's it for this episode of young honest mother the podcast which means it's time for you to join the conversation share your thoughts on social media and tag me at young honest mother and then pass this episode along to friends and family who need to know that they're not alone on this journey either until next time I'm your host, Morris Young.